Hello and welcome to episode 106 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. The hipster and the punk joining you uh, this week. Great work last week, boys. Always enjoy having you two on. Um, I'm going to stop mentioning Jack on every podcast now. He's getting his feet under the table, isn't he? Um, but no, he's, already, he's already said he'd got a big head. He has said that. He has said that. Me and him shared that, though, because we both struggle to fit hats. Mm. Got rather large craniums. Because we were having this discussion, weren't we, about hats? Yes. And you, can, you seem to always wear hats. But yep. I remember for a while, here we go, so you can tell we're back, um, <laughs> I was doing... <laughs> I was gigging and I had a f- oh, I don't even really want to admit this I had a phase of gigging when I was about 19 right 20 potentially 21 is this the year with where, the quiff? N- n- that wasn't a year with the quiff man I had the quiff for four years <laughs> um, but like my band mate my drummer was really into rugby in American football. Right. So he like used to have all the caps. Right. From all the, the like rugby teams and American football teams. And he basically got me wearing snapbacks because he always did. But I, then I realized that they didn't suit my face forwards. So I'd on stage, I'd get sweaty and put them backwards. You were that guitarist, weren't you? I was the singer, mate. Were you the singer? Mm. Oh, even worse look. It's just, it wasn't a look. It like, nobody stopped me at the time. None of the bandmates, the partner <laughs> of the time, none of them went, are you sure that's, I think it's because I was like, I was already like wearing lots of leather and stuff. They were like, what's the addition of a snapback going to harm anything? But yeah, I was skinny as anything back then. So I could probably get away with anything. Mm. You could, you don't have to have fashion sense if you're skinny. I've noticed no, this. You don't. You can basically get, can get away anything with anything off. <laughs> right. I've noticed that after you put a few pounds on, There's certain you start things to that don't think about right. it. You've got to think about it a little bit more. Just a little bit more. I still yep. wear ridiculously coloured outfits. It's like I've got this awards evening at work soon. And um, I'm like, should I go in a bright orange blazer? Like, the like, obvious answer is yes. Crushed velvet. Because I was looking and I was like, should I get like a crushed velvet blazer? <laughs> bright orange. Yes. And just turn up in that. I might. I might. It's either happen- that or I'm going in absolute casuals. If that, if that does happen, I want photographic proof in the Discord. Well, that's the thing, mate. I've, I've got a lot of baroques and I've got a lot of floral stuff anyway, but it's like, mm. I've just realised I've not actually dressed up in anything recently and they're like oh smart casual's the minimum so i'm like yeah. do i just do my t- standard just wear a button up and just do that or do i actually like buy a blazer yeah yeah i don't really like spending money anymore no. really unless yeah. it's on collectible plastic as we've <laughs> spoken about before um but like it is, it is tempting to buy like a full baroque suit. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious. We'll see. But how's your week been, mate? Uh, it's been it's been good. I'm on new medication for 
migraines now because my body hates me and it's collapsing and the warranty for it went a long time ago. Uh, and I've just been... <sighs> we were talking about this before we went live. I'm in that position where I can upgrade stuff in my setup and the one thing I'm going to upgrade is the mic. And luckily, this man here has a production background. So I'm like saying, what a theft? <laughs> and so far, he's gone, go with this. It's like, damn, that's the one that's really offensive. <laughs> Well, it's just because you are an idiot. <laughs> so there's the there's the side of it where it's like you're just going let get you something idiot proof. Yeah, basically. And I'm, I've 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 turned you towards the idiot proof podcast uh, podcast mic that every idiot gets. Yes. Yeah. Because it is idiot proof. It's bulletproof. Why do you think Joe Rogan uses it? Well, let's not, <laughs> let's not start anything, shall we? No. Probably don't even know who we are. No. But yeah, it's it been good. It's been one of those ones where the child went back to school and lasted all the three days and then had to have two days off because she was ill. Her immune system is just broken. But then again, she's my child, so that makes sense. How's your week been? Um... What week is it? It's, we're nearly in March, aren't we? We are. It's yeah, the last, so that's where it's we are. The last, second to last day before the it's, end of the month. It's been weird because I was like partially working and then some of my work got cancelled. So I was kind of like up and down, up and down. Like I'd finished. I was like, oh, I'm not working tomorrow. I might as well go and me and Soph can do something after work or something. Yeah. And then I'd drive all the way back and then come back and be like, oh, God, I'm driving. So I drove so much. I basically did about a thousand and a half miles last week. There was a lot Jeez. of driving. But wow. other than that, it was um, it was nice. The, the weekend before, yeah, the weekend. I don't think I've seen you since like I had friends around and I socialized. I no, you haven't. Saying that. No, I don't do that often. So it would be was a, it good. It was, you know, it's nice to eventually socialize. I realized how small my circle is and I'm not, I'm not too bad because I'm trying to plan something for my birthday at the minute because yeah. I don't get any time. So I was like, I'm going to try and take a couple of days around there and I'm trying to like plan like a trip or something where I can get a few friends there. Um, I would obviously invite yourself, but you are currently I, in a, a situation with a child yes. as well and a yes. medical risk. So... Um, you are invited, by the way, Jake. Thank but you it's very also much. gonna cost money and you've got children. I've got a child, child. that costs money. Yeah, exactly. Um but I, so I wasn't gonna say, Hey, do you wanna come and do this thing for my birthday? And then you'd feel obliged and then you'd be like, <laughs> well, How much? Um But I'm also not like one of them I'm in that awkward situation where like I don't want to I know like women my friends will go out and you'd you'd think about how much you'd spend drinking or getting yeah. a meal or something like that. I would rather buy like somewhere like hire somewhere in the middle of somewhere really pretty. Yeah. With like hot tub, like, like outside seating area. That's sort like of like any, anything sort of like picturesque. Yeah. And just have a few friends go there and chill. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, but it's just trying to get that to line up. Originally, there was a plan, and then the plan changed, and now I'm like, I don't actually know what to do, so I might just end up going on a night out again, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it know. gets harder to plan things like that the older you get. Um, I'm trying to plan something for mine and the missus' 
10 year wedding anniversary. Mm. And so far, it's a joking thing. All she wants to do is go to Wendy's in town because their burgers are fantastic. If you get a chance to go to Wendy's in Sheffield next to uh, McDonald's, their burgers are outstanding. I love how you just said Wendy's is in Sheffield, like next to uh, next to McDonald's. Like there isn't multiple McDonald's in Sheffield. Well, there's only one Wendy's up this this way in South. I've not seen it. Where is it? You know where uh, the McDonald's is? Bang flapping town on the tram stop near HMV. Yes. You remember the old bank that was next door? Yes. It's in there. When did they build it? Uh, it's only recently just opened. I was going to say, I've not been in the city centre for a few months. And I've not yeah, seen it's, it it's about four four weeks, five weeks old. But they have a burger called the Baconator. And it's burger, bacon, bacon, burger, cheese. And you can get something like bacon cheese fries. It's lovely. That's going to be great for your cholesterol. But yeah. I'll, uh... Yeah, in that in that sense, don't you you don't go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cholesterol's not the problem, mate. Um it's just I've, I've I do have to eat a little bit better in general. Like that wasn't even the tip of the iceberg, unfortunately, at the minute. Yeah. But um I will be I will be I'm probably actually, going really... there when I when I've saved up like a treat day. Yes. I'll probably I'll probably have to check worth that it. out. It is worth yeah. it. Exactly. Um but no. Did I? I have asked you about your week. And yes, you've yeah. asked me about mine. I have. I'm feeling good though, man. Like I've been up since half five today, and I'm not tired. You don't look tired. Like normally when we start this, you look shattered. Do you know why? Go on. <laughs> because I've not been working as much this past couple of weeks, and I've actually been sleeping and resting and not burning the candle at both ends. And I've realised that this is what I need to do with my life now because I was becoming miserable, unhealthy. <laughs> And just generally quite not play. even on this podcast. I was like, ugh, yeah, sort it out, mate. You're always saying you're busy and you're tired. And don't get me wrong, I've got a busy month coming up, but I'm in more of my jovial spirit. You look, you look more chilled out. You look like you've had some time off, kind of thing to just yeah. relax. Yeah, yeah. There's the, a the, 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 the very hard balance between work life balance, and I think you're at that point where you're going to hit that road and you're going to be hitting it at the right point in the right age to go. This is where I need to be. Yeah. Because the problem is a lot of people hit that sadly when they're in the, like the 40s or 50s. Like, I think, I think one of Sarah's cousins has just bought a Porsche midlife crisis. Well, I've just, put, I've just decided to pull the trigger sort of like now because yeah. I've, had, I've been, there's mitigating circumstances that have kind of like forced me into it in a yeah. weird way as well. Um, but I, I was just having one of those things of like, hmm. You you are you, I know it's really cliche, but you are only young once. Yeah, and I'd rather like start different things now with certain things than have to try again. You'd rather not just be tired all the time. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Just like giving because mm. there's still stuff I want to do, but the, the there's still stuff I want to do career wise that's like a different aspect of my career. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yes, that's a philosophical start to the. Uh, Start the Talking Wednesday podcast. It's like we've all just got in a room. I'm sorry, I'm rattling something. I've got this like custom made plectrum in a in a tin. It's like I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I don't know if it's that, like this. I've been on this like new diet and stuff, like trying to eat the right things and be healthier and keep certain levels up and stuff like that. And I'm just like, 
I'm you, due you, some food you, soon. You, 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 but you, like, you, I'm you in that the really classic ADHD thing. I need yeah. to my hand to play with. Yeah, no, I am quite like that actually. Which would explain the collectible. Which would explain the collectible plastic, wouldn't I can't it? Really? Because I keep squeezing this. <laughs> yeah, well, as we said, you've got children and you've just only managed to just get that one back into school like leave now please oh yeah it's so nice to have a back in school but oh back great to have a back in school but it's world book day on march 2nd so outfit beginning got to be something a word and i think she picked magical which is easy she can go as a fairy unicorn she got all that stuff and they're currently making a bot a book a book in a box and i was like yeah i'm out i ain't doing that see ya that's not very kind. Hey, my you wife likes arts and child. crafts, and my wife likes arts and crafts, and I'm not allowed to be near the PVA going after last time. All oh, right, okay. You're a glue sniffer. No, I accidentally mistaked it for the glue for my hair. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it wasn't you put great. glue in your hair. Yeah, there's a brand called Glue, and it's really great for oh, the yeah, mohawk. Yeah. But I picked it up thinking it was that, because it was near there. I went, all right, it's the same kind of form. I went like that. I went, all right, it doesn't smell like the usual stuff. Looked and went, oh, no. This smells like paper mache. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Hey, what I made earlier. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should probably get into the Sheffield Wednesday part. Yeah, I, sure. I, um, I say this. I enjoy this part a lot as well. Yeah, so I do enjoy- I. Shooting the breeze. Mate, oh, by the way, the random topics are coming back, so feel free to shoot us your wacky topics at the start. Yes. And I will, when they do return, I will put timestamps in because you don't have to listen to those. You grumpy old people. <laughs> I'm saying to... old spirit. You don't actually, I'm not being ageist. I just want you to that's talk about Wednesday thing. and that's it. Yeah, just, just talk about the football. <laughs> that's all I come here for, you. Who are you? Who are you? Dinner. Who are these people on my screen anyway? I don't know. You clicked on the video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it funny when you get those comments where you go, This is rubbish. I why are you doing this? like you clicked on the video, not me. <laughs> Some people, man. Some people. Yeah. Everyone's always got a problem with something. Oh yeah. I realized something the other day as well. You don't look like Jesus. I figured out who you look like. Jared Leto. Hmm. I kind of take that. Cause he'd like he's been relatively successful, hasn't he? Yes. <laughs> I'll take that. Yep. I'll put a picture. Do I have to the... cover do I have to co- cover like oh that's a... <laughs> I need to stop picking things up. <laughs> do I have to cover? The kill or something now. Yes. <laughs> Should be a podcast special. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Put it down, put it by the members. Let's talk. Oh, speaking of members, yeah. Um, memberships are available to the channel. They get access to the Discord, not like emailing us, like Jake said last week. You can't email us anymore. Oh, yeah, I did Discord. say that. So, yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, memberships are available to get access to the Discord. Um, we are using it a little bit more in there. And that to any tier, so it can be from, yeah. the, um, from the entry tier all the way up, you get access to the Discord. I can say good because I'm a member. Yes, but the uh, we are going to use it even the more members. There is a members only chat in there as well, and I encourage you if you are a member to use that members only chat because you were uh, it's a very exclusive chat. But the uh, the probably the most value tier would be the middle tier. Um, 
our 499 tier on the channel, which gets you access to Talking Wednesday Extra. And as this podcast goes out, there should be the February episode as recorded by Punkchef41. So the second episode of Talking Wednesday Extra should be available for you there. So go and check that out if you haven't already. Leave us nice reviews on podcast services such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Oh, Spotify, you can only five star, I think. I don't know if you can leave actual full reviews yet. But um, anyway, you can like Podchaser, those sort of things. Those reviews really help us on the audio feeds. And um, yeah, it's been nice to see a few more audio listeners trickling in weeks in, in the week. So if you are an audio listener and you're listening to me in your car currently, hello. Uh, Eyes back on the road. Left. Go on. Don't turn left. We're not Don't turn left. Don't turn left. Um, right, Sheffield Wednesday. You know what's really nice? I'm back on this podcast and we're still top of the league. Yep. Because we weren't so last time when, so when I answered. So it wasn't a jinx in you. No. No, it wasn't. It was because uh, I was annoyed because last week it was sort of a case of I had something come up at the last minute and we were obviously having, we were all talking, you, me and Jack, and yeah. I said, you two just just do the doc's already done pretty much we already have a pod just do it um do what we were going to do anyway so you did and it was yep. it was good um but i'm glad to say one one half of us was massively hung over no not too bad at all it was um it was <laughs> nice to actually come back and still be at the top of the league and mm. actually get to talk about sheffield wednesday recording another win and that win was against charlton on Athletic, and this was historic. We'll talk about the historic nature of that in a little while. But Jake, talk us through the match itself, please. So this match was interesting. We lost the appeal on Marvin Johnson. And if you've seen it on Twitter, he does elbow him, but there was a stuff beforehand that was a mountain factor which didn't get shown. But we've lost him for three games. We lost him for this game. Ironically, Jaden Brown played, and Jaden Brown was a source of topic last week with me and Jack talking about is he going to be back into the squad? Yeah, can I just cut in for a second? Yep. Andy in the comments was like, I think you've been really harsh on Jaden Brown here. He called you because I was watching it going, I think you're really going in for him here, aren't you? The the thing is, with with a Darren Moore system, you either play really well and you get in or you keep people in and you've got to be really good to uproot them. We've seen that. That's now, Jaden Brown's had this period where he's had to come in and my God, did he make an impact? He was amazing. He was the best version of Jaden Brown I think we've seen in a long time. And he set us up the first goal. Liam Palmer now has got four goals for the season, I think. I think that's his best tally ever. And it was a, very much like a striker goal. Yeah, really composed, good ball in. Stop it. And took it. it. He should have had another one. Uh, and he should have had two. The first half, the one thing that we were lacking was clinicalness. If we were more clinical in that first half, we could have come away at half time three, four nil up because they were struggling. They were on the back foot. Second half, they did what most teams do. They get a rocket from the manager and they come out playing. They play some good football. Dawson made some very good saves. And the confidence that keeper's now got is incredible. You know, he's played 11 games and he's got like a 72.9 clean sheet record or something daft like that. Yeah. Out of 11 games. Percentage-wise, he's got the best in the league, hasn't he? Yeah, it's just insane. They had some really good chances and we like, can we keep going here? Can we try and get this? We were all keeping an eye on the Plymouth goal, which I'm going to mention in a minute. It, But... 
the nice thing about this, we're making chance of having a go. I still think we are missing like Callum Patterson because as much of Patterson's got the ability to go forward, he does make chances. I think when his chances hit, there's always someone ready on the rebound to get it, like a Windass or someone. But the best thing about this, Plymouth got smashed 5-2 by Peterborough. And we were like, is this going to be the game where we actually get things aligned? And it was. It was just a really good professional game of football. What would you think to the second half? We hung on. We yeah. hung on a little bit. Uh, but Is that where you say maybe that uh, Patterson could have potentially came on running him a bit more ragged, that sort of thing? Yeah, Would, is that we, that sort of thing you're referring to? Yeah, because we don't really have someone who can do that off the bench. Gregory's not that kind of player. He'll, he'll do it, but he, he, I don't want to say he's not built for it, but he's not his game style. He's not the kind of one to like get in people's faces. And the one thing that was interesting about this game was the second half, we I've noticed away from home, we're very good at soaking up pressure and just letting 1-0 be the thing. But you know that's not what they're playing for, if you know what I mean. They're wanting yeah. to get as many goals as possible. Look at the shot, 17-4 on target. If we're more clinical, this game should have been dead and buried. Yeah. The thing is, I think when they hit a certain knack this season, and it's, I don't know if it's a change in mentality, a change of players, but there's certain knack about the players that say, no, we're not going to do this. We're going to hold on and keep going. Like, Iortha has been superb since he's come back. Uh, I forgot recently that Iortha's out of contract in the summer. That's the thing. It's, yeah, because it's, oh, God, I remember doing that Instagram tweet now. Instagram tweet? Instagram post of like 2023 when he signed. So, yeah. when, he re, when he re-signed a deal. So, that will be that's so typical Wednesday, isn't it? We we we've got to be careful though with him because we yep. can't like give him loads. No. It's going to be an interesting one. The with thing the, is, uh, there's some very good free agent coming out next season from the championship in defence, and the, some that we could go for, which will be interesting to see how we do. But the thing is, I offer and Flint at the back. It's just ideal. I still believe Iorfa still needs someone with him like a Flint who can complement him. I think when Iorfa's meant to be the main defender, he doesn't look as confident, if that makes sense. Flint, was, that... Flint was such a clever signing for that situation. Yeah. You know, like, let me just have a look because we're talking about He's only about 33. And he's a free agent in the summer. I was just about to say, he's caught, he only signed a one-year deal with Stoke, so he's a free agent. So if he does well for us... Well, he's doing well for us now, technically. We could approach him now if we wanted. We can't. Pre-contract. You can't oh, do is it? that oh, with no, English is it, clubs. It, no, it's not. It's not. It's a foreign clubs, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that with English clubs. You can't do that with English clubs. Yeah, right? I wish you could. No, you cannot. <laughs> Officially, yes, <laughs> but you can kind of know where he wants to go and start talking about hey, what car do you want? Yeah, <laughs> what that parking sort of spot do you want? Yeah, Who do you want to sit next to? But yeah, let's just quickly go over the stats of Charlton 52% possession for Charlton, 48, so close. Seven mm. shots to our 17, that's that's quite considerable. But they had three on target and four of ours, so it's all about that clinical nature as you were discussing. Mm. They had one corner to our eight, 
And uh, 12 fouls to our 14. So the referee was very card it. happy. Mm. He he was dot dot card happy, let things go, and then Wednesday players kind of lost their head a little bit. And it's the first time I think we've seen it this season where they've lost their heads. And it wasn't bad, but Darren did make a point saying they need to calm down. And there were bits on the sideline where he's going, calm down, no need. And But it's very hard to have that when you've got someone like a Barry Bannon who will fight for everything for Wednesday kind of thing. And it's one of those ones where sometimes maybe a Palmer's a better person to calm the players down, being vice-captain and stuff. I've got a controversial one for you, though. Go on. If, it, if we go up top and we are champions, do we do a mini Manchester United and let Palmer and Baron, Barry Bannon lift the title? Hmm. No, because Bannon's the captain. But and the only Bruno, reason Bruno, that official, the only reason that happened, the vice, vice captain. The only reason that happened is because Harry Maguire was the captain of Man United before. No, he's still technically registered. No, he, he was. No, he is. But he got two minutes in the yeah. final. If he hadn't played. Bruno would have lifted it on his own. Yeah. I think. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, no, I don't think... Because Bannon and Palmer are in the same side. Bannon's the captain. Yeah. I, think, I think they should be next to each other. Yeah. And I think yeah. it should be a case of Bannon lifts it and then Palmer lifts it. Yeah. You know, or maybe they do want to lift it together and that's something they want to do. We've got to get there first. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, it, said, I said if. Yes. <laughs> Too many I'm, people are jumping the gun a little bit. I was like, have you been, been a, a Sheffield that. Wednesday fan before? Even the though thing, this is fantastic, it doesn't feel right. Is, I, had to, I had someone turn around and go, oh, you've got this. And I said, we're taking it one game at a time. I'm not there. No. Not at all. Because no. we, it's great, don't get me wrong. It's I trust Darren Moore. I think like, if yeah. anyone's going to do it, like it's going to be this team and Darren Moore. But like, I'm still a Sheffield Wednesday fan, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know what it's like, right? Yep. We don't do things easily, usually. One game at a time. And there's still quite a few games. I think it's something stupid. We need eight wins out of the last 15. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about League One. There's 15 or so games. There's so many fixtures. Yep. Let's talk about some of those fixtures. So there was two midweek games this week in the League One review. Fleetwood played Cambridge and Fleetwood won 1-0. Morecambe won Port Vale nil. So Fleetwood and Morecambe wins midweek. There wasn't too much going off midweek. The weekend scores were as follows. Oxford United nil, Bristol Rovers 3, which meant that the Oxford United manager... Carl Robinson got sacked. Indeed, he did get sacked. Um, he's always had nice things to say about Wednesday as well, hasn't he? So he has, was... but I've never been a biggest fan. You've got family of Wednesday fans and it's... I think he was very lucky to stay in the job as long as he did, but I think that it switch result was like he was running on that. And why aren't, that was it. Why aren't, you, why aren't you being his biggest fan? He defecated uh, in your cornflakes? What's going I've, on? I've, I've, I've heard interviews of him, and he's always been nice about Wednesday, but there's also interviews. That's all it takes. Say. I'm fickle. Yeah, I know, but I've seen him have interviews and takes and stuff, and I've never liked it. But Fair things enough. can change. Fair enough. That's because you've got integrity. Shrewsbury 2, Wickham 0. <laughs> Portsmouth also, 4. manager change at Wickham. 
Yes, oh, that's like, worth mentioning as well. Yes, so um, poor QPR. <laughs> Gotta want that style of football. Ainsworth's a good manager, though. In fairness, he is. Though. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's a good move for them. Um, and Wickham have brought in a sort of like the guy who lifted the playoff. Yeah. He got a promoter. I can't remember his name. Let me double check. Colchester the manager, isn't it? Um, because obviously. Wickham got promoted a couple of seasons ago, and Matt Bloomfield was the one of the players there that lifted the playoff final trophy. Kind of and know he's now what Wickham's about, so it's yeah. probably a smart move. There didn't seem to be too much drama about this. I think it's a case of no well, love. Been there, he'd been there 11 years. He's been years. there for so long, and I think everybody sort of respected him as he went, yeah. Yeah. But they lost. Yeah. <laughs> 2-0. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Portsmouth 4 Cheltenham 0 alright calm down yep. Peterborough 5 Plymouth 2 keep it coming Plymouth you can yep. have the Papa John's trophy but we need a cushion yep I, I was speaking to some Plymouth fans and they were not happy at all no. Um, yeah they, they, they kind of feel like they've probably blown it in it's hours now and the only saving grace they got in one sense, they're very good at home and they've got more home games than away fixtures. But you've got like Bolton and Plymouth play that final and Plymouth will be up for that. The only way Bolton can lose that is if their manager opens his mouth because he says things and it doesn't end well for them. He did it last season by saying, we're the best team in League One. All managers needed to do was put that on a whiteboard and go, he said that about you, go out and play. Yeah, however... Seems to be working at, at late yep. with Bolton because Bolton beat Port Vale two one. Um, they're doing. We've got they're to watch that. Everybody's talking about like Ipswich creeping back up and things like that, but Bolton, Bolton. pretty decent. Their form's better than Ipswich's. Their new stadium's a bit unfortunate naming though. Yeah, can we talk about this? <laughs> yes, we can. And I'm going to have to be very careful. You're not going to say this because your no, pronunciation will get me demonetized. <laughs> right. Ignore you. Go for it. So, <laughs> everybody, everybody says when you go to Bolton, oh, we're going to go to the Macron, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, right. That's what you think. Because for, for a long time, there was that. Or University of Bolton, or if you're yeah. really old, it was the Reebok. Yeah, like, that's that's it. Yeah, sorry. I was like, have I just completely messed that up? Because I was like, I always just, everybody used to say the Macron. I was correct there, wasn't I? Macron. I'm pretty sure you were. Bolton Stadium. I'm doing it to my brain now. Jake, yeah, it, it, a lot of people used to call it the Reebok. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Because it... But thank you, yeah. So, that was, the Macron was their naming rights, which is why I've always called it the Macron. The reason I'm, I'm slowly talking about the naming rights here, and obviously I'm going to go back to the fact you called it the Reebok to further build this up for people who yep. don't know, <laughs> is I reckon they should just call it the University of Bolton Stadium right now. Yes. They really should. because. The name, I'm trying to find it. Are they a, 
Ah, so a building products company has decided to sponsor them. And they are called Tough Sheet. As in sheet. Right? Building products. Yeah. Uh, so now their stadium is called the Tough Sheet Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lads, I love it away day to Tough Sheet. <laughs> How do you get on down there? Well, <laughs> this is just, it feels like it's a sketch. It feels like satire, doesn't it? Soph messaged me, my partner, for if you just randomly listen to this. She went, are you sure this is not a Peter K wind-up thing? <laughs> she, was like, one. she was like, are you sure there's not going to be like a TV show where this is a thing? And I'm not 100% sure it's not. But that's unfortunate. <laughs> Anyway, Forest Green 1, Lincoln City 1, Charlton 0, Wednesday 1, Exeter 2, Cambridge United 0, Barnsley 4, Derby County 1. Yeah. So that takes um, Barnsley ahead of Derby there as well with a game in hand. So Derby need to be careful because Wickham, they've obviously lost the manager, which means they're probably not going to be that hot on their heels. But if Wickham decide to go on a run... Yeah, it's only, as you just said, I believe, underneath the muffled um, cut out of your microphone, it only takes a couple. Yeah, that's of, what uh, said. That is what you said. <laughs> Wonderful fixtures. Um, Burton nil, Accrington Stanley nil, Fleetwood one, Morecambe nil, MK Dons nil. Yeah. MK Dons nil, Ipswich Town one. That leaves Wednesday at the top of the league with 71 points. 32 played, 71 points. In second is Plymouth Argyle with 33 played and 68 points. That's a three-point cushion. That's a three-point cushion, Jake. Yep, I know I messed up. I messed up. Three points, not four. I'm not good at maths. <laughs> Ipswich Town, 33 played, 63 points. So, have a look at how many points. Difference. How many points is that in... Are we in the promotion places there, Jake? You're asking me to do math. Is it I am asking you to do um, maths. I'm being an arse. It's eight points. Eight, points, eight yeah. points. In the in um, we got an eight point cushion for promotion at the minute. Look at Which our is... goal difference at thirty seven. Then yes. look at Forest Greens at the very bottom. Holy <laughs> minus thirty eight for Forest Green. And they've got to play us again. Yes. Oh, dear. Yep. Shall we get into the news? Yes, we shall. Let's start with... It should be top story, so I'm going to put it top story. Sheffield Wednesday have made history. A 20-match unbeaten run for the first time in Wednesday's history. I, I've got to say, like, I think on this podcast, um, people probably wouldn't credit for us because why would they do that? But we've probably been ones that have n- never turned on more oh. ever during this whole process. I will give uh, one of our co-hosts, Jack, uh, credit for he said on his first appearance just with me, I believe, 
he said that he believes he's Darren Moore's the man that could be our long-term success and that sort of yeah. manager we, could take us to the very top. And I was at the time, I was like, oof, some words there. But 20 match unbeaten. I know it's League One, but we didn't do this last time we were down here. No. What, what have you got to say on this? He changed the mentality at the club. He had changed how we do things. He changed how he responds to people. It's something, I think, when we first appointed him, everyone was like, right, we appointed him to get us out of League One when we first saw it because it felt like that kind of manager kind of buffer, if that makes sense. This is who yeah. we brought in. He's a, he already knows League One. I still believe if we hired him, when we hired Tony Pulis, we don't go down. I 100% believe that, even with those players, because he was starting to get those players to play. Before he went and got ill, they were playing and they were picking up results. I think there's a situation here where Darren Moore come in, seeing what's needed to do. Last season, he's managed to get a squad together on freeze. Probably not some of the players he wanted, because if you look at the ones he's let go, a lot were ones he have brought in some of them and gone, you know what, I need to change it up. Yes, we... we the thing is, what, what, what's annoyed me where everyone in League One gone, oh, you've spent all this money, you've got a bigger, bigger budget. We spent hardly anything in the transfer window. It was all freeze again, pretty much, bar three players. And the thing is, if Darren Moore can do this with hardly any money, what can he do with a little bit of a championship wage? And what can he bring in from the Premier League loans? Here's the thing, right? I might... Might get some pelters for this, but I think he's genuinely one of them managers that you can't afford to lose now. No. And people will still probably say it if we start to like have a little bit of a dip of, oh, well, you know, he's not good enough for the championship. He won't be good enough. I bet there'll still be people who say that, right? He was fourth in the championship last time he did it and he got sacked. I believe he is the sort of manager that you need to talk about long term. And I believe probably he's had these conversations with Chancery yeah. is the kind of manager you need to sit down and go what do you have as the vision for this club moving forward can we achieve it together that sort of thing if you've got ambitions as a manager sort of thing let's do them here and, he, and Wednesday you would think are a big enough club to do that do you know what I mean yeah look at when we got in from Donny though he was like nine or ten unbeaten before they went on the little flip mm. and they said it's funny how our everything changed when we lost Donny uh, yeah. when we lost Darren I think I think when we go up, you back him with money. You give him. Yep. You get. You don't. You don't really worry too much about it in the first year. You you go for a high fit as high finish as possible. You know while you, know, you, top, you sort top of like, half, bottom half, top half, middle table kind of thing. I'd I'd say top ten, right? Yeah. Because I, I say with the momentum, you've got to at least be charging on for top ten. Mm, yeah. Right. Okay. Because that otherwise, I don't think you're capitalising on the momentum. But you don't stress about it too much. You go yeah. in for the playoffs. If we if we finish tenth, I'm not going to whinge too much as long as I can see a squad strengthening, you know, because yeah. you do need to add the quality. You need to you need to add something to push on there. But um, we've got to, we've obviously got to get there first. But I am I do think he's one of those managers you've got to back there. But the unbeaten run is obviously not just down to him; it's the players. What do you think to yeah. this group of players? Because I, I can't really praise the togetherness, and that's because partly because of the manager, but. Partly because of the players' attitudes towards each other. I think there's the a mentality shift. I think you bring in someone like a Stockdale who's been there, done it. You see what he's done to Cam Dawson if it is behind the scenes. It, a lot of keepers wouldn't be able to come in halfway through the season and then still keep that clean sheet record going. 
and stuff. It's like it was a big call and everyone questioned it. I think he brought in the right amount of players with enough experience to get out of this league, but wouldn't upset the apple cart. He'd had it before where he would have, he's spoken interviews and gone, I would have players walk in and say, if they weren't wanting to come to the club there and then, when I sold them the idea, I wasn't going to go back for them. I don't want them. If you're going to be here, you want to be here. I think that's why you had the issue with like Luongo. Yeah. I think because he didn't sign straight away and was like, oh, I'm not sure. He's like, all right, then you're gone. Sorry, bye. If you're not going to want to be part of this. And you look what he's actually done recently with bringing in some of the youth lot. Rio Shipton's now a first teamer. Uh, Adam Adatore is a first teamer and he built. He's six foot. I think he's taller than I offer and he's strong. And then you look at uh, Fuser. He's bringing in the youth. Like I got really confused when people were having a go at more recently about bringing in like youth team players because he hadn't done much in the uh, transfer window, but he didn't want to bring anyone in. How long have we said we need to use that academy? So what's he do? He promote free players from the academy. And it's like, well, you should have got players in January then. That's why you should have done. If Darren Moore thinks they're ready, Darren Moore thinks they're ready. And you know what? It's not backfiring at the minute because believe it or not, the one signing he made was astute. And I was even a bit worried. I thought, I, I do still think, like, because we are playing a thin line with injuries. We, we should are. have brought in another centre-back, right? But at the minute, touch all the wood that I can find in this room, right? Aidan Flint is a great signing. Yeah. Because he fits, he fits the role of what we need to, to, you know, a gap left by Mark McGuinness. It's almost not... Do you know what's amazing? We've not questioned it. Mark McGuinness no. was solid for us, but since he's gone, we've not, we've I've not worried some, about it as and much. And I've watched some Cardiff games recently. Mark McGuinness has gone down. I've not. No, I've heard different. I've heard no, different. I, I've, seen, I've seen different games where, and from Cardiff I've fans a who, has, who has said that he's not where they thought he will with when we were had him. I think there's a different thing going into dressing room though. There. I think you've yeah. got a team who's on the high going up and they've got a team who's trying to scrap. I like I I, I've heard, I've I did um I think I've watched one Cardiff game with him playing. Um uh, because I was intrigued because I'd heard mixed things, but I, what I'd mainly seen from their fan base is he's really coming. He's pretty much one of the only lights in their darkness at the minute. They could be much. very close to going down, and if he did go down and we go up, I'd be turning around and say, Cheeky bib, please, Chairman. Yeah, might as well, because if we can get him, that'd be fantastic. But it, in terms of the, the players we've currently got, Darren Moore's done really, really well, as you said, finding the right balance with them. Yeah. Leaders like, because the thing is, the captain doesn't have to be the leader. We've got leaders no. like Stockdale, Palmer, vice-captain, obviously. Bannon is the captain, but you've got... Wingers have turned into a leader. Yeah, yeah. and Leaders back, all over the pitch. And you've got to remember, back in the... Back when Darren Moore came in, there was an issue with uh, Josh. And I think it was a sit down and he just turned and said, you don't need to be that player. Change you, change what you're doing on the pitch and you can still do it. Like you look at Windath, he's got 20... Are you on about the stuff that came from like the Pelopessi thing? That yeah, thing on yeah. The, yeah, yeah. But you okay. also, but you look at Windath's stats, I think it's 20 combined goals and assists. That's insane for a player who's, was at one point this season, we were all like, maybe we cash in on him now. Let him go. Like, there's a, there's a, we did well to keep hold of some of the players we did during yeah. that this period. And I think that caused Darren Moore. It's That's one case. of the biggest business things because I was, because 
I wasn't even worried we were going to lose the players because the players are bought in and they should be, right? It's the right... This team is probably one of the best to play for at the minute, if you think about it. I Every every match day, I think we're going to win. Even if it's not pretty, right? Don't think you're going to win, yeah. And I also, now it's a team that doesn't really give up. If we go a goal down, which doesn't happen very often, like... MK Don game, classic example. We were yeah. two one down. Second half, we changed it completely. They don't do that whole putting head down. They just go right. If you're gonna go first against so us, we're gonna go three pack you. There's that mentality shift which we're not used to seeing because you got to remember we went from a period where Darren Moore last season beat the away record hoodoo and then the home record hoodoo, which we weren't expecting. Let's talk a little bit more about this um, unbeaten club record then and what it actually means. So this is the first time, this is from the uh, Wednesday website, since the 1960-61 Wednesday uh, Wednesday season, Wednesday have extended an unbeaten run to a huge 19 games. Back in the 1960-61 campaign when the Owls finished second in the old first division behind Tottenham, Harry Catterick's side remained undefeated from the 10th of December 1960 until the 17th of April 1961. So, and what ended our run there was a 2-1 defeat away at Spurs on the 17th of Mm. April. Fast forward all the way to the current season and Darren Moore's side have now equaled that record going 19 games without defeat in League One. The fine stretch of form compromising 13 wins and six draws has captured, uh, uh, catapulted, not <laughs> captured, catapulted the house to the top of League One. And it could keep going. Yep. You don't see them stopping. This was when, sorry, this is when we equaled it, by they, the way. They, they, We've passed the it. We've gone to 20. Yeah. The only the, the thing when we were talking about it was when we equaled it. We've passed it. We've got 20 games. Yeah. It's just fantastic. It's it's stupidly weird when you look at like when they being mentioned in Europe of being one of the best teams in Europe at the minute with record wise. You think, nah, they're talking about the wrong club here. At times you don't think it's real. It's also there is there is sort of the mild sort of like, oh god, and then you see the league one thing. Yeah. But you know what? We can be proud of what we are now. Oh, god, and currently yeah. we're a club back on the up and I l- love this team so much more than what we had point, the past few how seasons. How many points per game did you say seasons. we needed to get? Excuse me? How many points per game did you say we needed to get to like get on average normally to get promoted? Two. Right? We're currently on, a, on 2.6 per game like over the last five games. Yeah. And our forecaster points at the rate of going is 104 points. Don't mess it up. Don't mess no. it up now. Don't mess it up now. But yeah, congratulations to everybody involved at Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. It's fantastic to break records, even though I, they probably wouldn't even think about it, to be honest, too much. We've no. mentioned it, but... I think even when it's is... been mentioned to Darren, he's like, we're not really thinking about that. We're just playing games. It's one game at a time. Yeah, exactly. The old cliche, but it works. Yep. So, um, basically... Wednesday had to fend off Derby County for Jack Hunt. We thought it'd be a Lee Gregory thing, right? This is um, 
The headline from the Star reads as follows. Sheffield Wednesday shut down audacious transfer raid from promotion rivals Derby County amid the defenders' New Year's renaissance. Quote, on what was otherwise a quiet deadline day of the winter window for the Owls, fellow League One high flyers Derby County are understood to have launched a speculative last-minute effort to steal Jack Hunt away from Hillsborough. It's a deal that would have prepared, prepared defender back up with his former Rotherham United manager Paul Warren with the potential structured free transfer offer believed to have been mooted, albeit briefly. Wensley, Wednesday, Wensley? That's the cheese. Um, <laughs> Wednesday swiftly stamped out any notion of the deal with Hunt having fought his way back into the first team reckoning in the new year. With the landscape of Wednesday's right-hand side having changed in recent weeks and with Hunt having shown solid form in recent outings, it could well be that Yorkshire-born wing-back proves to be an important figure as the Owls enter the business end of their title charge. We'll leave that one there. We won't read too much of the article, but what do you think to this one then? It was Would it, would it be a case of... I think this is pretty cut and dry, personally. I'll give my opinion I, on this one first. I we think- can't... Give away our wing backs. No, we don't have enough. Our full backs when we don't have them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the one thing we were saying in the window is sides of bloody yeah, wing backs. Yeah, it would have been really stupid if we like, right, on that stream, like, right, Jack Hunt gone. Transfer window's ended. You done what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's that stupid thing where as much of, the thing is, Derby thing as well, he's still in contract. Yes, he's a free, I think he's a free in the summer. But, we will want money for him. And like, Derby can't offer anything at all because they're in a transfer embargo kind of thing. They can do, can try and do what they did, we did with Swansea for Joe Byers. But again, it's, a, it's one of those ones where, yes, Hunt doesn't, when he goes forward, he struggles sometimes to get back because his legs are going. Let's just, Say what it is. Sometimes you oh, watch poor him, bloke. I thought we were going to get through an episode no, 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 without no, no, us no, saying no, that. No, 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 no. But he still puts in a hundred and ten percent, even though he, he, you know what I mean. It's like he can still keep going and still do wonders for us this season. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where you look at Jaden Brown, you look at Jack Hunt. They've been they've not played many games, so when they turn around and say they've got a dead leg or they've got like when Brown went off. He's not done much in that kind of running this season. And I, again, I still think that's why Patterson probably pulled up. He hasn't played that position in a while. So it was just being careful. And like, he, on his day, Jack Hunt can be unplayable and put crosses in. Last season, when we played Morecambe, he had a fantastic shot that cannoned off the crossbar. And it nearly went in. It was like, that was so close. On his day, Jack Hunt can be unplayable. And defend look, well. Look, there was no re- reason for it. Obviously, they'd have probably like enticed him and gave him the sort of thing and then, oh yeah, we'll give you another year on top of it sort of thing. Yeah. But we'd probably keep him as a squad player next year anyway. Yeah. I don't think he'd get too much game time. No offence to him, obviously, but if, if we'd be looking to try and bring in, you know. Again, another person like, say, a David Stockdale who will be good to teach whoever comes in on how to do it because he did... You know, you know what the... Stupid thing is, if we hadn't seen what he was like the first time we had him, you'd be like, that's a great time. But because we know what he did last time, a lot of people judge him on what he was like last time. But also, it feels like he never left as well. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you know what I mean? There's that, there's that side of it. I always forget he was born in Yorkshire as well. I think he's a Leeds lad. Yeah. Well, he played for, he did play for Rotherham for a while, didn't he? Yeah. Did he, was yeah. he at Huddersfield as well at four point? Yeah, he was at Huddersfield. Yeah. 
who just got battered 4 0 by Burnley. I wasn't going to mention anything, but how did that go down? <laughs> I have not seen uh, that side of South Fam um, in a few weeks. All right, they got I spoke to back. I spoke to one of them when they went. Oh, it's um, it's Neil Warnock's there, and I was like, that's going to be quite interesting. That is going to be quite interesting. But uh, and then I saw the four 0 and I, I just didn't say anything. I was like, <laughs> it'd be controversial fine. take though. Ten, ten week, ten ten week manager thing might be a new norm, where they he just give them ten weeks. They didn't believe me when I said I'll be swapped because they were like, "Oh, you got really." I was like, "We'll either be swapping." We'll be, I said last season we'll be swapping places with you this season. Yeah. Obviously, I was wrong, but this season we're going to be swapping places <laughs> with them. Yeah. Um, slightly unfortunate, and I'm not going to read the whole thing out here because I got demonetized for a short that I ended up deleting. Um, but. This is Sheffield Wednesday have had Marvin Johnson banned after a review for improper slash something rough housing conduct, I'll say, because for yeah. some reason that word didn't like the algorithm um, by the FA. So he will miss, he's already missed Charlton and he will miss Peterborough United and the Portsmouth matches because of an elbowing incident Yes, that was... Filmed by a fan. Yeah, this is the thing that I don't get. It wasn't caught on TV. So how would they manage to actually do it and actually do it? Because they say they, when did they get looked at, like they get looked at like match footage and stuff. Yeah, well, the only thing I saw was the thing that was on Twitter, you know, the footage of him and it it didn't look, I like, I watched it and I got, I got some journos were saying like, oh yeah, well, you can't really disagree with the footage. And I thought, well, if there's foot, because I said in the show, if there's footage, you can't disagree with it. If you, if you're looking at footage sort of thing. And then I the properly is, looked at it and I was like... The thing is, no one mentions about beforehand he got elbowed himself at the other end. But I didn't see player. like a... a right, I might be not looking at the right video here, but it was sort of like, yeah, sort of like, oh, you're just sort of swinging your arm back sort of thing. It's not like he was like, ER, mate. He got up this. fast enough afterwards. But yeah. Yeah. Either we, way, we if he elbowed him, fine. Yep. He's banned. We exactly. make do... We had, we've got players coming. Reese James is obviously back. We're, we're fine. Yep. I did, I did actually like Marvin Johnson's thing. Found out he was banned on Friday. Puts on Instagram. Anyone plays the Call of Duty mode <laughs> on his Instagram story? Like, all right, you're, you're happy then. <laughs> yeah, get yourself a ban before an holiday as well. Can you, like, if I was, a, I wouldn't, because I wouldn't. Hang on, hang on. Doing it, but like, I'd be doing it ban- before Christmas. I'd be like, Kevin Nolan used to always get a red card just before Christmas. <laughs> always. Why not? I've been going studs up. I've been going <laughs> career enders. I've been like, I want a long Christmas and New Year. Two oh, foot. what? I'm banned for three matches. Oh, dear. What a shame. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's a sh- Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you book the mouldy for me, love? I have thought about that because I do like... Obviously, football is in a very privileged position. But the amount of like training and the stuff around all of those experiences for for a lot of your life that must be quite rough, especially when you've got young. Your children are young. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of football struggle with then going to like a day to day where they haven't got that structure. Mm. It's interesting. You actually look at the Wednesday squad at the minute. Ah, Wednesday squad have got a lot of players who have got other businesses. I know Palmer got only five. Uh, Dockdale got a couple. Why is it with you and Palmer's businesses? You're always going on about his businesses. The, the thing, the it's thing a is, bit weird, Jake. The thing is, 
I mention it because you don't expect players to be in that mindset. Why? No, because a lot of them don't. A lot of them I don't, don't get think in that that's mindset. true. I, I might be, it, I might be I spitballing. Think back in the I day, think you, yeah, back in your be, day yeah. when you yes. used to have to use coal to heat your house, right? Oh, then maybe they weren't thinking of that. But now, like, there was now a lot of you. you talk about like from since sort of, like two thousand onwards, act, people get into investments and all of that. Invested money wise with Michael Owen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's now he's, he's got he's, to work for BT. That's not a bad job though, is yeah. it? Not bad, actually, yeah. Just He's doing what we're doing for a lot less money. <laughs> <laughs> what, free? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the podcast fee came out this month and I was like, oh, no, I forget. I, I like that message. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm expecting a message from you around January time when the podcast fee came out. I'm like, all oh, right, you've not had it. You must have done it already. And then I got the message going, it happened again. <laughs> I don't know, because I always forget. Because you know we started the podcast in January. Yeah. I forget it happens in February. And I'm like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh well. Speaking of coal, I, I used to I used to I was a child and my granddad did have a coal fire. Yeah. My granddad was a miner, so he had unlimited coal after like for life. Pretty oh, much nice. after that. I don't know if that was a common thing, but he probably did. was. Yeah. Um, I just because I always remember the sound. Yes. You know, you go out and you just hear the. Yeah. It's a very comforting sound, though, actually. Like the scrape yeah. of. I don't know. It's just like the scrape of the the thing into the coal. And you, there's a very. You know, a very distinctive sound I'm talking yes. about. Like the, yeah, yeah, I know. My, my, my grandma and granddad had coal fires and the, just the sound of it, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. This Not is from the examiner. Quote. Worst look ever. Sheffield Wednesday star Josh Windass opens up on Quest to land silverware. Josh Windass has had enough of being the nearly man and wants to finally get his hands on some silverware. So I'll talk a little bit later on. He's been, um, he's been speaking and he is quoted as saying this. Everybody wants to win the league, he said. We tried last year and obviously we didn't do it. This year we're going to try our best and I think we're in a good position to do it. Hopefully we can just keep going. Touching on his semi-final record, he added, I think I've got the worst luck ever in semi-finals. I think I've played in seven of them and I've lost them all. There was a playoff with Accrington, the playoff here last year, and the rest with Rangers. It's not a good thing to admit, end quote. I just wanted to talk about this, because is this the season we finally see some actual silverware? Yes. Is this the biggest victory, if we win the league in League One, that Sheffield Wednesday have had in the past... Because I, I would say it's possible because you actually won something. It's bigger than the yeah. get, getting to the playoff final, isn't it, for the Premier League? Yeah. it's. I think when it comes to winning the league, if you win something, it's over a year of it. This uh, might make you feel a, a bit sick. Go on. Is this it, the biggest trophy we've had since we've won the League Cup? Possibly, yeah. Like, in terms of, like, because it's a championship it w- trophy. No, it will be. It will be because we've only ever got playoff and second place trophies. Remind me because when we the season we got the we season got, we, we got won, I was before my time. I know my Wednesday history, but the season we won the league cup, we were in the second division, didn't we? But we got promoted, yes. but we didn't win the league. No, and if you look back, I think the last time we won the league is like nineteen. It's a long time ago since we actually won a league. Um, Should we put like the, a little clip art star above the badge so it's not like a proper league? <laughs> but like, 
No, because that sounds like something Fizz would do. We'll have some proper, like the proper ones from when we've won like the top, the first division and everything. But yeah. then we'll have like a little clip art, what clip art one that doesn't really count. <laughs> I think I think the thing is, it's interesting hearing that from Josh Windass and being open and honest. And it's just, it's nice to see that that kind of side of him come out. But I think, oh, also you weren't here. Josh Windass did a celebration. Yes, yes he did. I don't know yes. what it was, but he did a celebration. He also no, it's it's against Charlton as well though when the uh, Palmer's mm. goal went in. He was like, and and I think well he, he, for it. it was yeah. It's yeah the 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 Windows celebration that was a bit interesting, wasn't it? But I like the fact he's, he's he is celebrating. I think that whole thing got blown out of proportion. You yeah, can see oh, now yeah. in the moment, you know, those big goals, like the yeah. Palmer goal and stuff, even when it's not his goal now, when the team needs it. I, like I love when it was just anyone goes and it's not him at the minute. He's immediately with Barry Bannon just going, come on to whatever side of the is. And nine times 10, it's in front of the away fans if it's an away game. And he's just like, keep going. It's like buyers will run to the opposite side to do the celebration. Yeah. There's some. There's just something about this team. It's weird. It's 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 making me feel a bit uneasy. It's been made on a shoestring. Yeah, and it's great. It's yeah. not probably a shoestring wages wise, but it's not. It's not. We're not. We're not paying players a lot. Do you know what I mean? In no. terms of the comparative level of the league, yeah. But if you think about the money that's been spent, the money that Ipswich have spent. <sighs> yeah. How's your her, her treating you? They've got to be careful because the thing is, if they keep chucking this one, one and a half million, one million in yeah. League One and it doesn't work, we've not done that. No. What's our biggest fee in League One? What? Uh, Wilkes, probably. Yeah. And that was reported no more than 700k. I think the actual yeah. reported fee was it was around 350. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, it was seven, it was like 700k, 53 or 54 for Femi Wow. And I think we paid for Backington. That's all we spent. And we were linked with Bostock. Um, yeah. We're going to pay for him. <laughs> you did enjoy that, didn't you? I did. Should we move on to the community? You will. The community topic is back. The post goes up every Tuesday night now, so you've got a whole week to get all your community topics in. So these two we're going to take this week. This one is from Deadly Demon, with promotion looking likelier each week. Be careful. Don't say that, Deadly Demon. <laughs> What would your priority be for an operational side of the club, away from players, if we get promoted? Are you going to say the bloody training ground again? Um, you no. are, aren't you? It's fine, you can. No. no, I'm not. I'm going to ask for better scouting. Okay, improve scouting team. Okay, Improve the scouting because we're starting to show that we can do the data analytics and stuff like that. If we can improve the scouting... We can then get ahead of the people who pick up some of the non-league players. We're already really doing. We're looking at non-league players already ready to go into academy. But if we can do a Brentford or Peterborough style thing, I think it'll put all good in the long term and just bring players through that academy into the first team. The training ground, I've just got to point that it'll get done eventually. It's it's actually interesting. I saw some footage of what it looks like on the Mandaric and what it looks like on the Chancery. He's done a lot to it already. It just feels like it's not been a lot because we haven't seen it and we're still at Middlewood. Yeah. I think we... I must say, since uh, we've been banging on about it, it's it literally, we, we proper like stuck the knife in on like Talking Wednesday 100 or something about the club doing more behind the scenes sort of stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying... I'm not saying... 
That's that's why I'm it's not, just I'm a not massive... saying anything, but the amount of time we go in a dick hole method, are you saying this? I'm going, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's with a lot of things, mate. Like, oh, I remember saying that last week. Um, but like... The company got doing it is super. What I great. think needs to happen is we need, if when we get promoted, the other side of it, we need to bring it to the fans. I actually think football should be coming to a point where you bring your media in house as well and you can actually mm. stream it. Because we. Charlton right, do it. Here's the thing, right? And I'm just going to say this now. There's loads of Wednesday fans <laughs> and I know a lot of them. And so, I don't do on. this, right? I actually don't do this. Go on. And I'm not, it's not me fibbing because obviously I, I go to matches and, and I will watch where I can and I'll watch the catch ups. And also, I'm a little bit. I'm always a little bit worried about it not working and. Yep getting my Wednesday account banned or something. That's why I've never done it. Yeah. But people will literally spoof their location and watch the matches anyway. Then what, you know, the, all the iFollow stuff that's yeah. abroad. Yeah. Just make it accessible for people because there will be fans that just don't go, but you can have make a whole a level connection. Younger people as well. They don't want to constantly spend money. And, and you could actually bring that revenue into the club's fan base. The people that aren't going to go. Yeah. Do a digital season ticket. Yeah, and I'm not saying this is specifically a Wednesday thing. I think this needs to be done Just on a league-wide level. Yeah, in a ge- on a general level. Because people will still... There is still a difference, right? Of going to big matches and feeling it. Yeah. So people will and still go it, to those. But if you did like a di- digital season ticket, you could even bring tickets down and have that as your high tier and your ticket down and then you might get more people and go, oh, what, it, 10, 15 quid to get in today? Oh, I'm going. I'm yeah. not going to sit at home. I'll go in dad. Well, we, we've brought a traditional, putting quotes, armchair in, into the podcast as, as a different sort of like, you know, because Jack is very much sort of like, Jack lives further away. He doesn't yeah. go to as much, you know, that sort of thing. But he does, he does, he, just, he sees everything and he's yeah. into it. And he made a very good point to me the other day. Like there's some of the biggest like fan channels and, and, and people who analyze don't even do anything. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They, 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 there's a whole culture that I think we need to sort of like jump on. And we are with the behind the scenes stuff now of people who get their content from the football club in that way, because it's another yeah. revenue source if you do it cleverly. Yeah. And so operationally, I think that's why it should be done. It's really cleverly um, edited. Like one, of, there was a post on one of the Instagram people. I can't remember. It may have been Windass and Palmer. And he said something about the 2000 playlist. I was like, what? And then you see the behind the scenes and you hear the playlist that's in the dressing room and you go, oh, that playlist. <laughs> Some of the music that comes out that dressing room, you're like, I think it was the last one at MK. They were all walking into Miley Cyrus party in the USA. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, I bet they've had a few copyright strikes. Um, <laughs> Chef Wenfan. Chef Wedfan101 writes in, says, which three teams from the Premier League do you think will play next season? I'll go with Leeds, Everton, Southampton. I love how everyone's just assuming we're going to get promoted and I'm a little bit nervous, but we yeah. stop, stop. But yeah, Leeds, Everton, Southampton. If we do get promoted, Jake, who do you think will play? Southampton, West Ham, Leeds. I think Everton will just nick it. I hope they do all right, actually, because in this double game week, I've got two Everton players in my fantasy team. Yeah, I think Leeds are gone. I reckon it'll be Leeds, Bournemouth, Southampton. Ooh, yeah. 
But then again, Wolves don't form me full of confidence either. It's it's no. quite scrappy. It's tight. It's tight down there. Yeah. It is. I think it's the tightest it's been at this point for a while. Like, it, it, just going off a tangent, give Forrest credit. Look where they are now. Yeah, they're doing all right. They're do, well, better. You know, they, better. Uh, I won't say all right, they're better. They're probably not going to get relegated. They're not the worst out of the lot now. No. Which is what they needed. Yeah. After how much they spent. Lee will be interesting because Lee's uh, trying to get taken over again by the 49ers. Everton, I don't want them to go down because I like a Liverpool-Everton derby. It was a terrible idea sacking Bielsa because at oh. least when they had Bielsa, they played yeah. with the press and they played with energy. And now, like, they just don't, they look disjointed when you've, if you, I don't, I don't know if you've caught any of their matches on like TV yeah. and stuff, but like, it's, it's, I don't know. Leeds used to look scary because they yeah, never they get did. up. They don't they never stop. And Southampton, well, you went and appointed Nathan Jones. That's your own stupid fault. Anyone who appoints him and thinks he can do that after he's done all the stuff he's done at Luton, he, he just sacked himself in one interview. It's, it's one of those things like Bournemouth... Bournemouth, I, I do, th- I just don't think, I don't know. I think Bournemouth's one of those that could easily find their way in, but the, unless, when it's not Eddie Howe's Bournemouth, I've never seen them as. Right. Have a look at the three teams or the teams around there. They've all got people who had long-term managers there for a while. Yeah. Southampton, long-term manager. Is Moyes sat yet? No, not yet. He started to turn it around a little bit. I, I think it would be a mistake sacking him, actually. Yeah, but it's probably going to happen now. Um, but yeah, thanks for writing in. We'll we'll see if we play them in the championship. Let's before we move on to this. Actually, while we're still in the community section, did you watch the League Cup final? Then I did. I thought it was a who good did final. you want to win? Because <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying right. this, but I actually wanted Man United to win just yeah. because I feel like if Newcastle do the Man City, we're going to see them in a lot of finals. Yes, I had that and I still haven't forgiven Newcastle fans who went and said slanderous stuff about our club. Oh yeah, there's that. And I've got a really difficult one actually because there's some Newcastle fans I get on with really quite well, especially after the Steve Bruce stuff. Mm. And then there's the ones that came out of the woodwork with the crush stuff, which is not obviously accurate information whatsoever. So it's no. it's a tricky one, but it's, yeah. I, I was in two minds with that because I was like, I don't want Manchester United to win because Newcastle technically are the underdog, but they're not anymore. I just think are. I actually quite like the fact that Eric Ten Hag has oh, proved done himself right. Job. Do you know what? Ronaldo coming in and I was even sort I of buying say- I was sort of buying it though. I was sort of like, you don't treat Ronaldo like that. But then I was like, hang on, how would have Sir Alex treated Ronaldo? Yeah. Exactly like Eric Ten Hag did. Yeah. And he made the right choice. Look at where they are now and where they were without him. Yeah. I think he got a team playing well. He got a team. Look, look at Marcus Rafford. No one has managed to get that the best out of Marcus Rashford. It's the best. That's part of the reason I, 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 I would have tipped them to want them to win because I think Rashford's just been sensational. And yeah. Rashford deserves it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the the work he's put on in, in the pitch, the criticism he's got for everything he does, you know, like he. Um, it was an enjoyable game as well. Yeah, it was all right, neutral. wasn't it? Yeah. I was. Uh, um, I watched the Tottenham match uh, before a day. It was a day of football on Sunday, actually. Yeah. 
good dink in the uh, Tottenham match. Like, Chelsea, Chelsea look worried, but they need to keep with Potter. Don't sack him yet. It was stupid. He's got to build. That's the thing. Chelsea aren't a building club. That I think they're going to have to be with how much money they've thrown. I actually agree with you. I think they need to uh, realise you know why they, they you know why they can't sack him. Do you know why they can't sack him? It'll cost them sixty million quid. It's also a case of nobody's nobody's really going to come in and work miracles now with them. They shouldn't have the sacked him. The only one that no, but they did. Yeah, because I because hiring Potter in that situation is a bit weird to me. Potter's the kind of manager you do when when like good managers really fall and flat. But Tuchel's a man that can get can drag a team to a final and win it. It was it's a weird one with Tuchel. It it shouldn't have happened. Like one of the strange things, if Conte, which I kind of want to happen, if Conte actually leaves Tottenham, he's tipped to go have the Tottenham job. Tuchel, yeah. after everything that happened at the start of the season, that would just be comical. <laughs> well, was it um? I know Mourinho was linked back with yeah, he was. Chelsea yeah. and that as well. That's so. the only one who you could probably see coming in for Potter and making it work. I personally believe if you bring Mourinho, I'd, I'd like to kind of see him at Chelsea under these owners. Give him time. Yeah. You know, don't always expect Chelsea to be up there and actually let, let it be Mourinho. He's probably deserved it with Chelsea. Let him, let him be the... It's, it's, know, interesting, his, his it's interesting watching Chelsea fans like go off the deep end at the minute. I'm like... You've had it so good for so long. In this is what normal football fans feel like. I am kind of glad that you can have all that money and it can still go wrong. Are they going to be able to spend it though? Because if they don't get financial fair play or Champions League, they're screwed. Yeah. Wait and see all them uh, asterisks pop next to Man City's titles as well, which would yeah. be interesting. <laughs> be a couple of seasons. I know, it could be all of them. No, but I mean, it'll be a couple of seasons before it happens. Before it happens, yeah, yeah. Look at QPR. QPR are still paying off their uh, FFP debt from 2012. They've got a 10-year wait, a 10-year like fine structure, and yeah. it only got concluded in 2019. Part of the reason I want us to get into the Premier League is like we probably the EFL don't give us enough credit as a club. They've just started no. being our. But we need to move. <laughs> yeah. Sheffield Wednesday play Peterborough United next, who have got 50 points. They are ninth in League One. Their home record is 10-1-4, 31 points. Their away record is 6-1-9, 19 points. They've scored 53 goals and conceded 40 for a difference of 13. Their last match was a 5-2 win against Plymouth Argyle. So they're up for it. What are your thoughts here, Jake? I got somebody who went to the Peterborough Plymouth game and he basically said, Peterborough can't defend for Toffee. Okay, I'll take that. He said they can't defend for Toffee, we can. so with your strike force, you should batter them. That's all I need. Yep. I'll take that. What's your score prediction? 3-0. I'm going to go 3-0 just because I think we could have it where we're 2-0 up at half time, we get the third and we try for more, but you don't want to go too many just in case of like, I'm not saying the word because we've got a treatment room full, but you want players to be sensible. Yeah. I'll go 2-1 because of that same reason. We bring a playoff and we, we fall asleep a little bit. Yeah. But don't do that. No. Get the 3-0. I prefer that one. Yeah. But yes, that's all I've got this week for this week's Talking Wednesday. Jake, anything to add? 
Uh, yeah, just one thing. Uh, we lost a very good commentator in John Motson this week. And he, for me, he was the voice of most of my footballing watching BBC. And I think we lost another one of those voices that are iconic to football and for a generation. And I think there's a big gap lost there in the commentating industry now. And I see this new one popping up, but you'll never have that commentary of him commentating when Beckham scores that free kick against Greece yeah. and it's actually losing it as a fan and not I, a commentator. I'm obviously younger than you and Motson's obviously significant to me as well because he's a voice that you always associate. It's like when I was yeah. growing up. There's, there's different ones for me. There's like uh, Motson, Tildesley. Yeah. Um, is a big one for the England matches. What's the one who used it. to do Robot Wars? And he's now BBC. I don't remember. But there's, um, for me, it's like, it was Motson, Tilsley, and because of FIFA, and obviously that, you've got uh, Martin Tyler, who yes. I actually think has got, he, he's got no passion in his voice anymore when no. he's commentating, which is quite sad. Um, but like, Motson was iconic. And it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big loss. To football yeah. that is um very sad but yeah, yeah um sorry to end on a slightly somber note but remembering for all the fun all yeah the, he had uh, some he had some cracking one-liners and some cracking thoughts and stuff yeah and he always just had time for a lot of people even if you're a new commentator or fan and i think people like darren fletcher sam matterface they all used to go for him advice and his advice would just enjoy it yeah and, that, and, and that's the that's the how to live life enjoy it a proper passion for the game as well, which is what yeah. you want to have. But yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Talking Wednesday. Take care, and we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.